Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. The one Michael Jordan reference that I was always aware of when it comes from, from uh, Clemson football coach Dabo Sweeney, who's about to join us. That was when he was talking about his own quarterback. Remember a couple years ago, Deshaun Watson was moving on to the NFL. And Dabo mentioned, if you pass on Deshaun Watson in this draft as an NFL team, it's like those NBA teams passing on Michael Jordan back in the day. Sure enough, Deshaun Watson is doing great things for the Houston Texans. I saw Deshaun listed as a top five MVP candidate. Of course, Coach Sweeney has another great quarterback in Trevor Lawrence. Tigers at 9-0 visit NC State this weekend. They take on Wake Forest 7-1 right now the following weekend. And then after an open date, they take on the rival South Carolina Gamecocks in their regular season finale. They hope to win another ACC title in Charlotte against the winner of the Coastal Division. Now we have them. Dabo Sweeney, welcome back to the David Glenn Show. How are you? I'm good. How you doing? Doing really well. It's good to have you back. I laughed this morning. I remembered your Deshaun Watson comment about Michael Jordan. And if you pass on him in the draft, it's like passing on Michael back in those NBA days. But you actually met Michael Jordan, and it came at a bachelor party. God knows my statewide <laughs> audience has to hear those details. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that came up in the press conference today. Somebody asked me if I'd ever met Michael Jordan, and I said, well, actually, I have. Um, I was 24 and uh, about to get married, and I was a GA at Alabama, and uh, uh, we went up to Birmingham, uh, saw a Barons game. Michael Jordan was playing for the Birmingham Barons baseball. Wow. And uh, But anyway, uh, after the game, was, we went out with all the groomsmen or whatever, and they took me to uh, some little, little like, dance place. Uh, I think it was called Jitterbugs. It was at some hotel, like Holiday Inn or something over in Green Springs. And anyway, we're walking in this place, and there was this this Mercedes or a BMW, something really nice. And it was parked out front, and it had cones around it, and, and it said MJ20. I'm like, holy cow, Michael Jordan's in here. And uh, so we went in, and, and uh, you know, I'm just, like, looking for And, of course, he stood up. He was so tall, you know. He was standing up, and I saw him in the back of the room. And I just went over there. and. And uh, shook his hand, said, hey, said, hey, I'm, I'm a coach at Alabama and just always wanted to meet you. And, and uh, so I got a chance to meet him real quick, but he wouldn't know who I am from Adam. But it was pretty cool. I had my other buddy ready. He had the camera ready to, like, capture a moment, you know. <laughs> uh, so it was uh, it was pretty cool. I, pretty have cool. A, I have a feeling, Coach, MJ knows who you are by now. I mean, come oh, on. I doubt it. Come I on, doubt man. It. You're a two-time I, national champion, for crying out loud. But you have not crossed paths with him since then, huh? No, no, never have. Uh, so, I mean, I've seen him at a distance a couple times. Uh, but, uh, no, never had a chance to meet him. He's And he literally was my hero growing up, man. I love Dr. J. And him, I did get to meet Dr. J at the ESPYs this year. That was super cool. Um, that was really, really cool. And, uh, you know, without Dr. J, there's no MJ, man. I mean, Dr. Right. J set the tone for everybody. And uh, But, yeah, one of these days, one of these days, I'm sure our <laughs> paths will cross, and that'll be – 
one of, that'll be a bucket list item for me for sure. I wish I had the power to line up that meeting, but I have been covering Michael for a long time, so we can at least <laughs> plant a seed. And he's such a big sports fan, Coach. I guarantee you that he knows a lot about Dabo Sweeney and the Clemson Tigers. Well, hey, uh, I had the-, the power. I would have already said it. <laughs> I, I ain't got it either, so don't worry. <laughs> hey, you have shared a lot about your personal background and upbringing, and I, I want to hit you with one more because it, it happens to be a special day for a very special person in your life i saw you wish your mom a happy 75th birthday today so let's go back little dabbo uh how do you put into perspective your mom's role in your life especially now that you've gone on to such great things well i think you know all of us as we as we age and and perspective of life changes and you look back and and you especially you become a parent you have a different understanding of things, and uh, I just have such a great appreciation for my mom. I mean, she she's an amazing lady, tough as nails, and uh, you know she's not even she's probably barely five feet tall, if that. Uh, but she, you know, she spent most of the first uh, you know eight ten years of her life in the hospital, you know, in the, in the Cripple Children's Hospital there in Birmingham, away from her family and. You know, her mother would ride a train to see her on the weekend. That was the only time she'd ever see anybody from her family would be like on a Saturday, Sunday, and my grandmother, because my grandmother worked in a in a, in a plant, and so she would uh, come on, on the weekend to see her, but she had polio, she had scoliosis, she had she had to have a, a reconstructive surgery on her on her spine to where she could, uh, you know, walk. I mean, it was just she lived in a, she had an iron lung, she was in a body cast, she had all these things as a child. But she, she, you know, it was stuff that we never knew about growing up. And it was later in life before I ever knew any of those things. Uh, she said, you know, they told her she wouldn't. She finally got into normal school uh, in secondary ed, and, and she ended up going to Woodlawn High School and uh, graduated the same high school that Bobby Bowden graduated from. And, and uh, But she uh, she wasn't couldn't do any sports or no activities, but her senior year she became a majorette. And uh, which was a huge accomplishment, and they put a big picture of her on the front page of the Birmingham News Cinderella story because of all of her hurdles as a child. And I never knew any of that until later on in life. And then, um, uh, you know, she wasn't supposed to have kids. Well, she had three boys. She was married at 18 with my dad and, and uh, raised us three and and now has seven grandsons. And, and uh, she's just, you know, and she went through a lot, obviously went through a lot with my dad. and, and uh, But... You know, she just always worked, always grinded, and even when she came to live with me in college for for four years, uh, uh, my my last three years of school, my first years at GA, she was living with me, and and uh, but she'd get up early morning, drive to all the way about an hour to work, and she just never complained. You know, and I learned so much from her, uh, her work ethic, her drive, her toughness, her love of family, and. Uh, you know, just she would do what it took. And, you know, at the time it was just kind of normal. But, but as you go on in life and you look back and, you know, um, you know, just it's amazing. And she's, she outlived all of her family. She had two sisters and, and a brother. And, and uh, you know, she, she, she's, I don't think any of them ever lived to 80. And um, so it's a big day for, for her. She's in town. And I'm going to get to go eat some cake with her at some point later tonight when I get done. But, uh, special lady and uh, you know just a just been a
been a great inspiration for me my whole life. Dabo Sweeney joining us on the David Glenn Show. He has led the Clemson Tigers to two of the last three national championships. He's also a five-time ACC champion as a head coach, including these last four in a row. It's Tigers at 9-0 and visiting the 4-4 four and four NC State Wolfpack here in our backyard. This Saturday night, it'll be the national game on ABC. Uh, I know you don't list singing high on your list of areas of expertise, but you belted out a rendition of the Clemson alma mater on national TV, Coach. What kind of reviews did you get from your family or your players uh, after uh, basically taking that microphone and singing your heart out? To be honest with you, I really hadn't got any reviews. I probably, you know, if I guess if I was on social media, I could probably find out. But but uh, nobody's really said anything to me. Uh, but it just kind of was a weird moment because um, – um, I can't think of the girl's name, but she she was she wasn't ready. They weren't ready or whatever. And you know how it is at Clemson. Everybody comes on the field, and we do the alma mater. And well, they cranked oh, yeah. up the alma mater. It so was I Kelsey just, Riggs. Go ahead, Kelsey. Yes, yeah. that's her name. It's a sweet girl. And so we we st- I started singing, and uh, and then she was ready, and she was like, "All right, we'll just go ahead and finish." <laughs> so, <laughs> so it was. Uh, yeah, I told her not to judge me. Uh, she said she wouldn't. So I don't know. I'm sure there was plenty of other people judging me though. It's not easy to get to 9-0, and Coach. Um, tell us how you've pulled that off, even as some have questioned your strength of schedule, which I know is, can be a burr in your saddle at times. And then share with us, will you and or your guys even watch tonight's unveiling of the first committee rankings? Because they are the first rankings that matter in any way, but we all know they don't ultimately matter unless you're in that top four a month or so from now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It'll be on down in the dining hall. You know, we got it's always on ESPN down there, so um, that'll that'll be on. And yeah, it's just it's just it really doesn't matter to us. It really doesn't because if you go lose to NC State this week, you you know you well you can celebrate. Oh, we were third for one week or whatever. Right. Uh, so it just doesn't matter. But it's it's fun. It's interesting. You know, it's nice to be in the conversation. You know, we're one of seven undefeated teams, and as far as how we got here. Uh, just a lot of hard work. You know, this team has been a lot of fun to coach. Very different from last year's team. This is a really young team. And, um, you know, we, we, we've come a long way from where we were in spring practice and even fall camp. And I'm just super proud of them uh, defensively. You know, we're playing on paper better than we played last year, giving up fewer points. And, and uh, we've had nine games in a row to hold the opponent less than 300. And then offensively, this group has, has, has made history uh, with the things that they've been able to accomplish uh, over, uh, over the course of the season. So I'm really proud of them. And, you know, uh, you know as far as our schedule, that, that, that's the same story every year. Uh, people, that's, that, that line just gets, old, it just gets old after a while, you know, and, and eventually people are going to quit worrying about, you know, who we are as opposed to who we play. And, and um, you know, I, I have a great respect for our league. Uh, and I, I made that point today. Uh, you know, it seems like our league is held to a different standard. Uh, you know, other uh, Alabama, they they don't ever lose in their league, uh, but for some reason, you know, they 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 play a tough schedule. But you know, we 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 don't get that same credit. Uh, so it's just part of the part of the uh, rhetoric that's out there, and it's been out there for a long time. But the good news is. Uh, all they can write is what happens. And uh, when it's all said and done, uh, the game is played and settled on the field. Not, not, it's, not, it's not 
something was what's written. It's what happens, and uh, and and we get to control how we play, and uh, so we just try to stay focused on who we are, what we do. And man, I'm super proud of this team, uh, the 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 chemistry, the leadership, and uh, you know we got a big tech challenge this week. NC State is not an easy place to play. Uh, Dave does an unbelievable job with the staff and coaching these guys up and. And, uh, you know, we hadn't played great up there. Uh, so this is a big challenge for us and, and an opportunity to, to continue to try to win this division, which is our next goal. And, and uh, you know, you got to take care of those things if you want, if you have, you know, it's okay to have that long-term vision and big picture, but you better have some, you better have some immediate focus on what you're doing. And uh, for us, it's playing NC State and trying to play our best game. Last thing for you, Coach Dabo Sweeney, joining us on the David Glenn Show. For much of your stretch with the Clemson Tigers, uh, there was really the national perspective that it was you all and the Seminoles of Florida State. And you know the deal now. Uh, You beat the Seminoles 45-14 almost a month ago. Willie Taggart has lost his job. Uh, He's only in his second year. Uh, Are you of the mindset, you know, hey, this is the craziness we sign up for? As you know, highly compensated head college football coaches, or, or is the part of is there any part of you that says, "Wow, man, if you can't even get two years to do what you're doing, um, you know, how many of us are going to get to stick around much longer?" Yeah, it's crazy. It really is. Uh, and but yeah, you know that when you get into it, that's for sure. I mean, this is a a, a crazy business from that standpoint. Uh, it's a wonderful profession. There's nothing better to me than being able to do something that you love and and to be able to you know, coach this game and to be with young people every day and have the privilege of, of impacting their lives and, and hopefully, you know, developing re- great relationships. And, you know, so to me, that's that's well worth it. Um, but as far as uh, the lack of patience and things like that, and again, I, don't, I can't judge anybody because I don't know, you know, all the dynamics involved. Yeah. But, but I know this, I'm glad I wasn't fired after 21 games because uh, I was 13 and 8. And, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's not have been a lot cheaper to get rid of, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's tough, you know, to see that because there's a lot, you know, when this is your profession, there's a lot of people that are impacted. Um, and, uh, you know, that, you know, everybody talks about the head coach and uh, certainly from a financial standpoint, he's fine, but, but that's not what you get in this business for. You know, you love doing your job and, and um, but it's a lot of other people that are impacted. Uh, so you know you hate it for them, but you know Florida State will they'll they'll get it right. Uh, they, there's no doubt about it. I mean that's an unbelievable program, incredible history, and uh, they're in a little rough patch right now. But but um, you know, they'll be back. You can rest assured, no doubt. Happy birthday to Supermom tonight. Take great care of her. I'm sure you will. And happy early birthday to you a little bit later this month. Thanks, as always, for your time on the David Glenn Show. All right, man. Appreciate it. You got it. Dabo Sweeney of the Clemson Tigers, 9-0 as they head to NC State to take on the Wolfpack again. We'll be there Saturday night, 4-7, to outside Backyard Bistro and running around the Carter-Finley Stadium parking lots. Dave Doran and the Wolfpack, 4-4, four four, hosting the 9-0 Tigers. 